So we broke into Job today, um, and I've got to say, I don't think I've read Job, like, right out of the Bible. It's probably been over 10 years, at least, since I've done this specific reading. I've read about Job, I've talked about Job, I've related to the story, um, read bits and pieces of it, but really reading um, even the first five chapters, I'm blown away, and I really do like this translation a lot. Um, it's, it's very easy to understand, I think, um, versus some of the other translations, but it's just really interesting. We get a a kind of a cool glimpse into, um, God's world and how he talks to Satan and kind of what Satan does. Um, it's interesting to me and it kind of, it took me off guard, caught me off guard, um, it says the accuser, Satan, and in this translation, accuser is actually capitalized, like it's his title. Um, so that's really interesting to me, and all the accuser, um, what that means, and it actually refers to Satan as the accuser twice already. Um, interesting. And his, so Satan's kind of relationship and back and forth with God Um and God choosing to use Job as an example of what a righteous man is going to do when Satan attacks him. And the other thing that really struck me here is um, Eliphaz. Um, he kind of speaks up after Job goes on this lament of mourning and grief and basically feeling suicidal, like he doesn't understand why he was even born and he wished that he wasn't even born. And I don't know if you've ever dealt with deep depression, but um, I have in my in my life. And I can read these words and go, gosh, I have felt this way in different seasons of my life. And not just when things are going bad, but just when I'm going bad and down um, that dark, dark hole of depression. But that is so the words of someone who just doesn't want to live anymore um, and is in so much pain that they just wish that they had never been born um, it's really hard to read, but going into Eliphaz's words after this, um, it, he's very sweet. He's, I think he's really trying to make sense of what his friend is going through. Um, Eliphaz clearly has a relationship with God or, a, a belief in God and, um, and has admired Job and how righteous he's been. So he's kind of using some of Job's words to encourage him um, as a friend. Um, and some of the things I think he's spot on and in other ways, he's kind of off a little bit. Um, so one of the things, um, here at the bottom, I'll just read this. So the commentary at the bottom, uh, for Job, uh, five, 17 through 26. So right there at the end of our reading today, it says, Eliphaz's words in Job five seventeen through 18 show a view of discipline that has been almost forgotten. Pain can help us grow. And I'm going to stop there. I'll read the rest of it in a second. But I talk about this often with um, some of my friends um, and my peers, that our world is all about feeling comfortable right now. Even um, I broke my foot a few years ago and the bone was like, almost sticking through the skin. Like it was nasty. Okay. Not, not a pretty picture. Um, and I was going to have to have surgery. They were putting my foot all in this brace thing. I wasn't going to be able to put pressure on it. 
And every time I would go to the doctor, um, especially at the beginning of this, the doctor would ask, all the doctors would ask the same question. Are you in any pain? Like, well, yeah, like I'm in, I'm in pain. Like my foot's broken. Well, we don't want you to be in any pain. We're going to prescribe pain medication because we don't want you to be in any pain. And that struck me as so odd because I'm like, doc, my, my foot's broken, like real broken. Shouldn't I feel some pain here? Like my body's broken. It's painful, but it's painful because it's going to try to heal. So my body's working the way it's supposed to. And so it's okay that I feel some pain, right? I'm okay to feel some pain. I don't want all the strong medication so that I can't feel any pain. I don't feel like that's a healthy approach. And I think that in so many ways, our world has become that. Um, We don't want to feel any pain. Gosh, you know, Lord help you if you break a bone and you hurt. Um, We don't want that. Um, Gosh, you made a mistake. Well, God, you know, it's okay. We're going to go ahead and we're going to compare it to other people's worst mistakes so that you don't feel so bad about yourself. Um, Gosh, it's, it's okay to feel pain when you make a mistake and you're, that's the consequence of your actions. Um, we so often, um, in trying to raise kids right now, I've come across so many parents that do everything they can so that their parent, their, their children don't have to experience pain for the things that they've done wrong. They don't have to experience consequences. They want to save them from their own consequences. And what on earth is that teaching our kids how to live as adults? It's not, we actually pulled our kids from a school because they kept passing my kid. They shouldn't have. The teachers were going, well, no, I know you didn't do this assignment, but gosh, you're such a sweet kid. We're going to go ahead and give you, you know, partial credit anyway. We just want to at least make sure that you pass. Why? He didn't do the work. What are you teaching him about how to be a man? We, we took him out of that school because we want to teach him real life application here. Um, And my goodness, like our world is all about that. It's all about, you know, like, let's go ahead and lower our standards to the person who's, who's doing the least amount of work so that we can all be equal and all feel good. And we don't want to make that person feel bad. It's okay that they feel bad. If they feel bad, hopefully they're going to grow from their pain and get better. Right? Am I right here? Am I wrong? I don't know. That's how I feel. Um, And that's how we've tried to raise our boys. Anyway, going on from what um, what it says down here, it says, these are good words to remember when we face hardship and loss, because Job did not understand why he was suffered, why he suffered, excuse me, his faith in God had a chance to grow. I'm going to read that again because I butchered it. Because Job did not understand why he suffered, his faith in God had a chance to grow. On the other hand, we must not make Eliphaz's mistake. God does not eliminate all hardship when we are following him closely and good behavior is not always rewarded by prosperity rewards for good and punishment for evil are in God's hands and given out according to his timetable. Satan's ploy is to get us to doubt God's love and faithfulness toward us. So this is still the same God that we were just reading about in Genesis. And if you look at all the things that God allowed horrible to happen to even Joseph. Like you can really pick any story in there and there are bad things that have happened to good people all through Genesis already where we've read. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't intend for prosperity. 
And we read about that in Romans, that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. If you take that out of context, it sounds like, well, if I love the Lord, then all only good things should happen to me. But if you put it into context into the Bible and what we know and are learning about God, it's not that. It's to say, yeah, God's plan for you is to prosper. And even if that means that you're going to get through a really hard life and in the end you're going to be in heaven, well, guess what? You have an eternity of prosperity. So in the end, yes, God wants those who love him to join in heaven with him and prosper for eternity. It doesn't necessarily mean that those who love him are going to prosper on this earth, at least not all the time. We're going to have some seasons of prosperity, most of us, and we're going to have some seasons of total despair like Job is going through. Hopefully not exactly like Job is going through because this sucks and I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy and I certainly wouldn't want to go through it myself. Um, But anyway, it's just... It's just fascinating to me to really get into this and look at it and kind of try to apply it to my own life. And um, yeah, it's it's um, hard to read, but comforting at the same time. I hope that makes sense to you. And I hope you're getting something out of this for yourself that you can also apply to your own life in trying to understand the vastness and the depth of God and his relationship and what he desires for us. Um, in our lives with him. And also to say, regardless of what's going on, whether we're in a good place or a bad place, Satan's goal is always going to be to get us to doubt God's love and faithfulness towards us or get us to doubt that we need God in our lives at all. So things are going really good. You better believe that in that time of prosperity, Satan's going to be whispering in your ear or presenting himself to you in some weird dream thing, kind of like Eliphaz was saying. I don't know if he's talking about Satan here or not, but (laughs) Um, to get into your head and say, look at you did all this yourself. You did all this hard work for yourself. You're earning all this money for yourself. You don't really need to lean on God in this season of your life. You're good. You got this. To you know, stuff falls apart and you have to file bankruptcy or you almost do and you lose your house and your credit score is in the toilet and your kids are sick or failing in school or they've gotten into drugs or you're struggling in deep depression and you better believe that at that low moment, Satan's going to whisper in your ear again. You don't really worship a God who loves you. A God who loves you would not allow you to go through something like this. Why would a God who's good allow bad people to experience good things and good people to experience such bad things? You're a really good person. Clearly, God doesn't love you or God maybe doesn't exist at all. So you should get into something else. Um, look at, you know, look at Buddhism. Look at it. He'll try to divert you to something else. Um, but God is consistent. Even when we experience hard things and good things, he's still consistent. And his overall plan is for prosperity for you. Anyway, hope that means something to you. So I just wanted to throw in a quick side note here when I kind of went off on my tangent about, you know, pain. I'm not saying that Job did anything to deserve this pain, um, But as far as Eliphaz being kind of on the right track with um, pain helping us to grow, um, that is something I feel like we've kind of lost a bit in our world today. So that's all I was getting getting at (laughs) with that really long tangent slash spaghetti noodle to get back into the bowl. Um, I do that sometimes. So if you followed me, 
good on you. If you didn't, I listened back and I had a hard time following myself. So (laughs) that's okay too.